Welcome to Red Bull Rant. I'm Jason I. Pico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Kevin Dick back again. And uh, we're doing a special United States men's team postgame show after the very exciting 2-1 win over Jamaica, putting the United States seven points in the group and with the Mexico surprising tie, I believe tied for first place in the group. Yeah, the Mexicans love their draws, don't they? Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about this. The United States um, came out, at least in my opinion, didn't come out as strong as they did against Germany. They no. they, they were pressing, but not not the same level we saw in DC. Uh, seems like they were pretty much sitting back waiting for the counterattack, knowing Jamaica had a kind of press in this game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was expecting probably more counterattack from Jamaica, particularly on the wings. I was expecting more quick ball change, high-speed Jamaican team. I didn't really see that. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like I think early on in the game, like, you know, the U.S. tried to attack kind of early, and then they kind of settled back after that. But you know what? It's another easy strategy work. I mean, it took Susie uh, coming up on the right, and he made that cross to Josie, and that, like, kind of took the game out of the... Um, Jamaican's hands, and uh, it wasn't until uh, I mean the, you know, they capitalized kind of late, but at the same time, I think uh, U.S. had well, we'll get to that later, but I think U.S. early for this game really controlled the match, and that was uh, even if it wasn't like to the really attacking thing we really wanted to see, um, it was promising. Yeah, I mean, uh, you, got, you got to say two goals, two games for Alstor. Oh yeah! Well, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Like like Pat said on Twitter, the streak or the uh, draft is over. No, I'm not only my Twitter, but on my Empire Soccer, where I said, "Look, if we can get Josie Altidore unleashed, and right now two straight games, we have hope." I mean, and there was somebody else who said in the bar tonight, like you can't say it's a streak just yet. And I'm with you, but. Uh, Right now, it looks like Josie Altidore is finally breaking out. He's finally making... If he can keep this going through 2014, then uh, 2014 just got a little more exciting. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, it's actually second assist in a row with, him, with Altidore hooking up with Zussi. Oh, absolutely. So, so that partnership's looking really good down the road. I, I mean, why... I mean, I mean, I hate to say it. Look, Landon Donovan has been one of the best players on this team for years. And look, I'm not trying to go all dandy cakes on people. I really am not. I'm not trying to be that kind of better person. But Graham Zussi right now has that held down. And unless Landon Donovan just completely dominates in the gold club, I mean, there you go. Zussi to Altador is what's going to be special in uh, Brazil next year. Um, I also think it's important to note that the midfield again, Michael Bradley had a very good game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just the guy has been an absolute beast for some reason since his, his dad was let go. I, I don't know what it is, whether it's the fact that Klinsman is a challenge for him or the, the, the move to Roma, but my God, has he just been like a man possessed the past year for the United States? Well, I think, I think one thing that we, like, I think a lot of people thought that when uh, Bradley was under his father, everybody thought it was nepotism, but the fact of the matter is the guy is really that talented. He really is that talented, and uh, going to someplace like Roma has made his game grow even more, and uh, I really don't expect Roma to be his last stop. I really think he's going to go somewhere higher, and uh, Bradley really makes that much of a difference on this team. He really does, and I cannot be underestimated ever. I mean, he's had bad games, don't get me wrong. When he played in Honduras last year, I gave him one of the lowest grades on the team because he had one of the worst games out of everybody. But, uh, you know, and that, that's why they lost. That's why they lost, you know? I mean, Michael, when the game goes through Michael Bradley, the U.S. national team is one of the best teams. Uh, well, I'm not going to go that crazy. I'm not going to say no, one no, of the best no, teams. 
the world. But they're, uh, let's put it, one of the best teams in CONCACAF. How about that? Can we go there? Let's go there. Well, after after the Mexico tie, they're probably the best team. In no, I, mean, no, no, no. I know it's just one game, but I mean. We'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. How's that? Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get to Mexico. We'll get to Mexico. Uh, I think, so after the goal, I think the first half was more of the United States waiting back, looking to counterattack, just never found that great opportunity. Uh, Pet, uh, not Panama. Uh, Jamaica had you know, a few chances at the end. Thankfully, we're not able to put any away. Second half started out the same way, you know, U.S. in back. But uh, I don't even remember what, you know, what minute exactly, but somewhere between the 80th and 90th minute, Graham Susie had a, had a foul in the yellow card, which was, at first, looked like a good foul, a good foul to give. And once again, we're going to tell Zach Watson is wrong. <laughs> but the resulting free kick proved that that was not a good foul. It, it was very similar to the fouls that occurred that cost them the game a year ago between Edu and uh, Beckerman, both causing those fouls. You cannot cause fouls in that zone. I don't care what you know, Mr. Wassink said. The only reason I'm busting his balls is he's, uh, he's a regular for us. But, uh, you know, you, you just can't put him in that zone. You cannot be that close. And it's just, uh, and sure enough, the U.S. got burned. And, of course... And the reason he got burned is because the defense didn't pay attention to somebody. And on the replay, to me, it looked like he, he was offside on the kick. I could be wrong, but the defense didn't do their job. That's that's really the main concern. The, I, re- the refs seem to be a little pro-Jamaican tonight, and considering that the U.S. won, that's pretty good. Yeah, so uh, like I was saying, um, Howard on the goal got left out to dry, so I didn't really blame him. But ho- hopefully the U.S. won't do better on those set pieces uh, going forward. Um, but considering set pieces, yeah. considering that we are now talking about 1-1, we know the actual results, so go for it, host. <laughs> so then in stoppage time, at the very beginning of stoppage time anyway, uh, U.S. gets a corner. They take it very quickly. Uh, I can't remember, for, for some reason I'm blanking on who it was at the ball in the wing. Puts it into, of all people, Brad Evans. Yes, Brad Evans, who, as a defender, you don't expect this, turns around, fires, gets a lucky deflection off another of Jamaican player, but back of the net. 2-1, and that's it. Game over. I mean, I mean all seriousness, who expects that? Who expects that? Brad Evans was not... I mean, look, a week ago, who thought Brad Evans would be a starting right back for the U.S. national team? Who? If you, if you raise your hand, I'm going to... Well, I'm not going to buy you a beer. I'm just going to punch you in the face because you're lying. <laughs> so, you know, what do you think about that? I mean, who thought Brian Evans... And look, I said it in my article, and I still say it even after tonight. You know, let's not get crazy here. Like, Brad Evans has been solid, and I hope that continues. Well, let's not get carried away. That being said, hey, guys are here of the night. And, and, and much like... And, and when I can, you know, if I can back up my uh, don't get carried away thing, um, let's not think about Jonathan Bordenstein, whose career is what mm-hmm. pretty much over the guy like cost he guy gave us the top uh, spot in Concacaf you know four years ago so let's not get carried away but Brad Evans hey look I would love it I mean, the more MLS players that prove themselves for the U.S. national team the happier I am because then the happier than like, then we can like tell the U.S. snobs go you know whatever <laughs> but let's not make out about that well, to your point Pat you know we saw that great goal by Josie I couldn't help but say it in the bar yep it was a Red Bull. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't help but say it. You know, we, I had to say it. We need yep. that moment in the Red Bull rant, don't we? <laughs> I had to say it. So, you know, as I usually do, we all put our input into this, and I always bring back down to ground level. What are the takeaways from this game? What do we learn? Where do we go, guys? Uh, here's the thing. I think, you know, um, we have a win on the road. And the fact of the matter is when you're in CONCACAF qualifying, that matters almost more than anything else. And considering the Rebel, or, uh, <laughs> U.S. <laughs> 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 
Rome Jersey. It's not his fault. <laughs> I'm it's a rebel rat, damn it. Yeah, Rosie Rebel Bar, too. It's not his fault. The US, considering the US, US national team rebounded so well, considering they lost here a year ago, I think that should finally put people on, let people know that this team really is for real. And I, I'm not saying they're even going to be as good as the 2010 team that won their group in World Cup, but they're pretty. And uh, they, if anyone thinks, at this point, if anyone thinks they're not going to qualify for Brazil, they're just out of their mind. Final, final thought on this. So far, four, qualifi- four matches in CONCACAF, three of which have been on the road. Seven points out of those three games. They have six games left and only two on the road. That's such a big thing. And to, ha- to be at seven points, that big of a home field advantage left, it just, it, like Pat said, there's no excuse at this point not to be in Brazil. Let's put it this way. We're tied with Mexico, and we have a game in hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of Mexico. Oh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's get to that. Now, we, we honestly couldn't watch most of the game because they didn't have it on TV, but... Yeah, they, they, they bar forced the, the hockey fans forced the Bruins game on over the Mexico game, but whatever. But it was ama- not, not amazing, that's not the right word, but it was awesome seeing Mexico drop points on the road. Um, they have not been that strong this year, everybody knows that, but the fact that they are sitting right now with seven points in five games... Is got to be the biggest shock right now of, of this uh, qualifying group. You know what? I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that in a second. I'll give you any, like, you know, if any American man wants to fight me on this in all seriousness, yeah, the most shocking thing is that the Mexico is right now tied with the U.S., and the U.S. has a game in hand. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Uh, as much as I want to brag about it, like, the U.S. is not as bad as everybody thought they were. It's true. Um, you know, uh, Mexico has so, I don't know if it's a coach or what, but they're way too talented to be this bad. Uh, but that makes sense. As an American fan, it's tremendous. It's really is tremendous. And, uh, you know, you know, if anything, that gives, uh, puts uh, the U.S. national team on notice when the Panamanian team goes into Seattle in a half-empty stadium. I mean, think of it this way. Mexico drew Jamaica at Azteca, and the U.S. beat Jamaica on the road. So if you... If you if you use some math, some sketchy math there, it just kind of... Magic math. It, it makes you think that the that United States should absolutely win against uh, Panama on Tuesday. I, I think, I mean, I honestly got to think that the U.S. is starting to finally buy into Klinsman's uh, theory. And Klinsman is starting to get through these guys. I mean, I know nobody wants... I mean, look, we're a bitter fan base. We really are. And uh, everybody wants to think that Klinsman's fucking up at every turn, but I, I'm not convinced of that. He'll be gone after 2014, and that has nothing to do with his success or failure. He's gonna leave and he's gonna go somewhere else. But I think right now he's even if we don't do shit in 2014, he's pushing the U.S. program in the right direction. And you guys are starting to touch on something I, I kind of wanted to say while we were getting into it. If you look over the last couple of years, you know, you look at the rest of the world. The rest of the world's been playing football for God knows how long before any one of us was born. But we show up, and no one took the U.S. seriously. And here we are on the map, 2006, 2010. Have we met great success? Are we notable? Are we righteous? Who knows? But you know what? The U.S. is a force to be reckoned with. Being number 28th ranked in the world going into this qualifier, can't doubt that. So. Well, that's, that's the bottom are, line. Anybody, any American knows FIFA rankings are total bullshit. True. 
it's total bullshit. I mean, we beat Germany. Uh, granted, it's Germany's. What, like, I think I think Brazil might be ranked lower than the U.S. right now, which is garbage. <laughs> well, the U.S. is ranked. I'm oh, sorry, Brazil is ranked outside the top thirty, but only because they haven't been playing qualifying matches. So because, because part, we, that's just it. We all know that's crap. Because yeah, part of the rankings is the importance of the match. If you don't play qualifiers, your importance isn't high. So that's why there's flaws in the FIFA's rankings. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But either way, to be one of the top two teams in the region for, what, at least 10 years running? I mean, yeah. even even though the rest of the region isn't, it's just starting to catch up to Mexico and the United States to be at the high, not high, high level, but to be able to be consistent over that, that span and just proves that the United States is, right. It, it's probably not just there yet, but it's almost on the cusp of exploding. Here's, here's what I think. I think 2002, uh, the U.S. caught everybody off guard. They caught everybody off guard and they had a nice run. 2006, they were in a group of death and they were not ready for it. They were ranked, I think, like five before they uh, they went to the World Cup. They were just not ready for it. Like, it was, it was you know, FIFA's rankings are shit and it was over-inflated. 2010, the World Cup that we almost remember the most, where they won the group, that is the resilient U.S. that we need to expect. I mean, it really is what we need to expect. And, you know, we it wasn't pretty. It absolutely wasn't pretty. It's with the last second goal. And, yeah, they flunked out. But the fact of the matter is, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. We are at that point. And, and with Klinsman, I mean, look, and here's the thing. Before Clemson's, uh, I think it was before his loss before, against Belgium or before his win against uh, Germany. I think it was before his win against Germany. Said, uh, somebody put a stat that's saying no American coach has ever had a winning record. Against, yeah, you know what? I now know it was before Germany. No American coach has ever had a winning record against European teams. That win against Germany put Klinsman in that realm. He now has a winning record against European teams. And that's what we need to expect. We need to expect that in Brazil, you put the U.S. in a group of death, they're going to be in top two. Simple as that. doesn't matter what the rank is. There's a lack of respect for this team. And it's by American fans as much as it's about international fans. This team is much better. I mean, you tie Mexico, who I think is probably still ranked higher than uh, yes, they are. the U.S., it's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. This team is much better than... I would agree with you, Pat. Um, this touches back on my previous note. You know, look, look at uh, you know soccer on the world scale. And look at the things we do as a country from an economic point of view, from a military point of view. Okay, yeah, we dominate that, fine. But now we say, what do we do on a public scale like as far as things that are non-tangible? So, sports being one of them. Yeah. Olympics, fine. We do yeah. pretty we good win, there. We win that, yeah. We win that, right? But what's the big world, world game? You know, we're not Sorry. blowing shit up or dominating. Sorry soccer. And as I said, we are becoming a force not to be reckoned with. I feel that our U.S. national team is that World War II, 101st Airborne. Do they win everything? No. But they're going at it But like they're not expected. None of expected. They just do it. Do they win everything, but they get, they're going at it? Yeah. You know? Is it success every time? No. But they're going at it. They have that hunger. They're, they're trying to push and push that limit little by little. We're making progress. Right? It's American spirit. So that's really the takeaway from this, is that we are pushing. We have something that the other countries don't. It's not tradition. It's something different. It's just raw. We're not good raw. because we're like, you know, because we're from somewhere else, because we've always been good. We've never been good before. We, we do it because we want to, because we want to show the world that we can play their game. We want to show the world that, hey, 
you gotta take us seriously. If you wanna fuck us up, we ain't going down without a fight. That is the American spirit in soccer. We are not going down without a fight. Well, it's a mess. And I agree. That attitude's finally coming through. You get Germany, who starts to rally. United States shuts it down. You get Jamaica, who gets one late in the game, and minutes, minutes later, they get it. I mean, the resiliency of the last two games is really what you have to say is the American spirit, and it will forever be the American spirit. And we're, we're finally starting to see that out of this team, it's something we haven't seen in a while, so. Like, like I said, we're not necessarily right on the cusp, but good things are good things are coming. Absolutely. All right, any last thoughts? Wrap this up? No? Uh, Josie Outdoor is... Finally, bringing through. Yep, watch it. All right, love him, love Josie. On that note, uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm not going to read off the usual bullshit. You should know this by now. Uh, so, thanks for tuning in to the special United States men's team post game uh, wrap up. Tune in plug next. In. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Well, no, we're not doing the plugs. No. No. We're not doing plugs. Yeah. Yeah. No. People know that already. Um, tune in this week. We'll be talking obvi- obviously about uh, more United States stuff. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Peace.